What up? It's Allison Carpio, and you're listening to Hello Delicious Emails, where we talk about making your marketing more sustainable and selling your offers with email. If you're hungry for spicy marketing advice with locally sourced ingredients and no fillers or preservatives, you're in the right spot. Grab a plate, grab a fork and spoon, and let's get to it. If you've ever worried about coming off as annoying or sleazy or a bugaboo in your emails, well, today's episode is for you. We're going to dive into the common reasons why people aren't doing email marketing or they're avoiding it or they're inconsistent, what have you, but we're going to dive into that. And the number one reason that I've seen in working with clients for the past seven plus years with speaking on stages, with hosting trainings, with going on podcasts, talking about email, is the fear of being annoying or sleazy or a bugaboo in your emails, particularly when you sell. And there's many reasons for this. One of the main things about selling an email is that traditionally there are companies particularly the big companies out there, big retailers, what have you, who really are actually being annoying. (laughs) They're just hammering you with catalogs, with discounts, with offers that might be relevant to you. So for example, big retailers, they're just always sending discounts. They're not really telling any stories. They're not really giving you value other than here's a discount or, hey, we got a new shipment of this in. And if you're not looking for what they're offering, and especially if you got onto their list without actually opting into anything, yeah, that's going to be annoying. But we're not those big retailers. (laughs) We are businesses, we are marketers that are connecting with people who are providing value to our people. And because we're businesses and marketers, we are also selling. So avoiding selling altogether is not an option in your business. Sorry to say. (laughs) If you recall on episode one, I talked about how selling in your email is very much like the server giving you the dessert menu at the end of a meal. At this point, it's always expected you'll be sold to if you're on someone's email list. And when the server provides the dessert menu to you at the end of the meal, It's a proactive measure of service. They are doing it so you do not have to ask for the dessert menu if you are hungry for dessert. And remember, if you're dining out, you are either one, ready for dessert, two, maybe you're on the fence and you're not sure, or three, you don't have room for dessert. But regardless, the server gives you the dessert menu regardless of that. They do it so you don't have to, and they do it for the people who are ready for dessert or are open to dessert. So you can peruse that menu and say, yes, I would love the tres leches cake. Yum, tres leches cake. (laughs) Every time I talk about that dessert menu analogy, I think of a a dessert and it makes me want dessert. (laughs) It's helladeliciousemails.com to get started. All right, back to the show. When you're selling in emails, Speak to the people who are ready for it or are open to it. The people who are not ready for it and aren't open to it, they'll just ignore it. Don't worry about them. If they're annoyed, they'll leave your email list. That happens. That's 
the law of emails. <laughs> people come in and out of your email list. Kind of like your restaurant, people come in and out of a restaurant. It's just, it's, it's how it is, it is business. And remember, selling an email alone isn't annoying. It is helpful and convenient for the people who are ready. And then the other thing is there are many ways to sell an email without being annoying. And if you go to hellodeliciousemails.com, I'll show you the four flavors of emails that sell with some real examples. So that's one of the top reasons why people aren't emailing or they're not seeing results in email. It's because they are not selling in emails because they are afraid of being annoying. And I've never worked with a client where I've said, hey, you're selling a little bit too much here. Let's dial it back. I've never come across that. It's always, hey, how can we sell here? Or like, this is a great place to put a CTA here. Even when I am working on clients' uh, websites or funnels, like for example, I was working with a B2B software company and on their homepage and their product pages and solutions pages. And there are CTAs all throughout. A lot of businesses, especially B2B SaaS companies, they tend to hide the CTAs or they don't put enough in there. But when someone's on your website, they need to be guided and they need to be led into the next step. And the same thing with your emails. You want to give them that next step. And what's great about emails is you can provide links in an email to, for that next step, or you can have people replying to you. Whatever you choose to do, make it easy for them. Don't make people ask for the dessert menu. Don't make people try and flag down the server like, hello, I have a sweet tooth. I saved room in my dessert stomach for dessert. Don't do that. Make sure that you are giving the dessert menu right at the end of the meal when they are ready for it. It is something your people will thank you for. It is something people are excited for. And it's good for your business too. <laughs> and the second thing that I've seen over and over when it comes to emailing and that's stopping people from emailing is they don't know what to say. Now, what's interesting about this is a lot of my clients who have said this or have believed this to a certain extent, they have so much to say when we actually dig into it. When we do our exercises, when we, when we sit down and talk and we have our strategy sessions or they're filling up my worksheets or intake forms, they actually have so much to say. There's a couple of things here. Either underneath that, there's this belief about how you have to say the perfect thing, where there's no such thing as the perfect thing to say. Or they could be, when they are writing, they are thinking about the trolls and they're writing for the trolls. But I want us to get out of that and remember that email is like a private, intimate, one-to-one -one dinner. When you're sitting down to dinner with someone, it might be a lot easier for you to talk to them rather than a big group of people. But when you're, when you're writing your emails, remember that 
only the people who want to hear what you have to say are on your email list. They're on your email list for a reason. They want to hear what you have to say. They're interested in what you're talking about and what you're offering. Otherwise, they wouldn't have opted in, right? They wouldn't have downloaded your lead magnet or your freebie, and they want to hear what you have to say, regardless of what you're saying. And it's interesting because when I said that, you know, when we sit down with my clients and they, they actually do have a lot of things to say, a big part of that is really getting crystal clear on their messaging. So when you really are clear on your messaging, which, you know, I help a lot of my clients do, then that's when you have so many things to say. And I also have a lot of uh, recipes that walk my clients through it. A lot of us get hung up on the idea that we're not quote-unquote writers. Uh, I'm here to tell you that, one, (laughs) when I was in high school, I struggled to write. English was my least favorite class. I was actually really freaking good at math. I almost became an engineer, but to my dad's dismay, I did not. And to my delight, I did not. (laughs) Could have imagined that. In high school, I really struggled with writing. And in fact, I had a writing tutor helping me write my essays. And here I am, a professional copywriter, getting paid to write, getting paid to teach people how to write, getting paid to review people's writing. Needless to say, you do not have to be a good writer or a copywriter in order to write hella delicious emails. Just like you don't have to be a professional chef to cook up really delicious food. You just don't. You just have to know your people. You have to know your messaging. You have to know your offers. You have to have a strategy and so forth, which we'll all dive into in this podcast. But I don't want you to get hung up on not knowing what to say because I'm willing to bet you have hundreds of things to say. It's just sometimes people are trying to say too much in one email. Sometimes that could happen when I'm reviewing copy. That's usually one thing that I, that I see is that the email is going in very different directions and I help them get back on course. So don't let not knowing what to say, stop you. You do know what to say. I'm willing to bet you do. (laughs) You have many things to say. In fact, you have such valuable things to say to your people and they are excited to hear it from you. That is why they're on your email list. And then the final thing is they don't know what to do or how to get started when it comes to email. A question I get a lot is what email service provider should I use? What tools should I use? Blah, blah, blah. And I'm here to say, don't let the tools block you from getting started. Okay. I started my email list about five and a half years ago, and I was using MailChimp. If you're not familiar with MailChimp, it is the one I don't recommend. <laughs> it was free at the time, and you know what? That's fine. I I started with MailChimp. I just wanted to collect email addresses. About one or two years later, I switched over to ConvertKit, and then after maybe another two or three years with ConvertKit, I switched over to ActiveCampaign, and it was very doable. <laughs> the best part about it is I could switch over, and it was fairly simple to do when it was time to do that. So if I waited five years to 
start because of the quote-unquote perfect tool, well, let me tell you, that would have been really unfortunate because I would have missed out on so many sales of my programs and I wouldn't have had the relationships I've had with my email list. I would have probably had to grind away at other marketing tactics I don't want to be doing and I wouldn't have this asset that I call an email list. And the other thing is too, tools evolve over time. So there's a good chance, let's say you're going to be having your email list for 10 years. There's a good chance you're not going to be with one platform for 10 years. There's just not. So choose one, stick to it, and move on. By the way, I recommend ActiveCampaign if you absolutely have to choose and you're willing to invest a small fee. It's worth it. Highly, highly worth it. It'll grow with you. But again, do not let the tools or the decision of what tool you're using stop you. Because every day that you are not emailing, you're leaving monies on the table. And I don't want you to lose out on sales by not selling to your email list. I also don't want you to continue to burn yourselves out on social media or really run your marketing without a very clear strategy. Because the email really sets you free from that grind and really helps you make your marketing more sustainable. Especially when you know how email fits in with the rest of your marketing ecosystem. That's when marketing becomes way more fun, way more focused. You gain your time and energy back. You have time for other parts of your business, other parts of your life. You... And you just don't need to burn out. <laughs> you don't need to burn out. I'm, I don't want to keep seeing people burning out on their businesses because they are grinding away. One of my clients, she's a copywriter because surprise, copywriters need copy coaches as well. And we worked together when it was time to sell her VIP packages it was her first launch ever, and she had just built out an email list. It was a brand new email list, and it was a small email list. It was maybe 200 or less, and she had just built that out. The, the list was relatively new. I want to say it was a couple of months old, and she did a launch to her email list for her VIP packages, we worked together on her email strategy for her launch. We mapped out her emails. And I'm really proud of her because she wrote most of her emails before her launch even happened. And that made her launch so much more easeful, so much lighter, so much less stressful, <laughs> so much less insane and crazy. If you've ever launched and you're writing emails a day of and you're just like, you know down to the wire. It's not fun. I don't recommend it if you can. It's totally doable, and but I just don't recommend it. But she, she did it beforehand. We worked together on that. She you know followed my system, and she sold out her VIP packages in her first launch ever. So all that to say is you can sell your offers while still making your marketing highly, highly sustainable for you so that it doesn't feel like you're in crazy launch mode or that you're feeling a need to go live every single day for 14 days in order to sell your offers, all right? So I want that for you. I want your marketing to be more sustainable. I want you to have that strategy. I want you to be selling your offers. 
And if any of these if any of these blocks resonated with you, let me know. I love hearing from you on IG or if you're on my email list, just definitely say what's up. I'm at Alison Carpio on Instagram. Come say hi. Thanks for listening. And in the next episode, we're going to be talking all about the myths, the common myths about email. So talk to you then. And thanks for being here. If you enjoyed the show, head on over to HelloDeliciousEmails.com if you're ready to cook up some spicy, tangy, umami emails that sell. And don't forget to follow the show so you get notified whenever a freshly baked episode comes out of the oven. Say hi to me on IG at Allison Carpio. Slide on in my DMs. Say what up. I'd love to hear from you and hope to see you there.